You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Barrar. We've got lots to talk about on today's show. Of course, we'll be going open line later in the program, taking your tech calls and questions. We'll also be talking with uh, the folks over at SureTap about paying with your smartphone, which, uh, whether you like it or not, we're going to see more and more over the next uh, few years. I'm uh, looking forward to it, actually. I just can't wait to the day that I can take all those loyalty cards that are sitting in my wallet that I carry around everywhere I go. Those need to belong inside your smartphone because you always have your smartphone with you. So uh, SureTap, with this new update that we're going to be learning about, uh, has made huge grounds on that. And you're going to be able to consolidate your credit cards and, and your loyalty cards inside your smartphone and pay just like you would uh, with your credit card now, but it's all inside your smartphone. Well, we'll be finding out more about that. And is it safe? I know lots of people are still concerned about uh, security. Mm-hmm. What if you lose your phone? Then you're dead. What if your phone runs out of power? Yeah, then, you, <laughs> then you're dead too. Uh, we'll find out what we can do about that. Uh, in studio though right now, we've uh, got uh, a great guest uh, talking about uh, a new camera that's uh, coming into the market. We've got Trisha Jillings from uh, Panasonic uh, here. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me here. So I uh, wanted to bring you in because uh, we had a chance to uh, check out one of your new cameras. Uh, it's the Panasonic Lumix G7. And uh, this one's cool in the fact that uh, it can take 4K video. And we're hearing more and more about that now. 4K, uh, we're seeing TVs come out with that. It's uh, four times the resolution of traditional high definition. Uh, and now we're starting to see cameras that can take that type of footage uh, as well. But this is a, a digital still camera that can do the video as well. Correct. And so, you know, besides having this great 4K video for, you know, the people that have 4K TVs, not everyone does yet, why would someone want something like this? Well, the beauty about 4K, as you said, is it's four times the resolution of 1080p. So that means you get better color, better detail, better resolution overall. So a lot of uh, broadcast companies now are actually shooting in 4K, but still down converting to 1080 because they can't handle the broadcast signal yet. So you're still getting that better picture quality. So for the user at home, that means they can do the same thing. Shoot in 4K, you down convert to 1080, and you can do so much more with your footage than you could ever do before. And so who would this camera be aimed at? Do you have to be a professional to use this? No, the beauty of this camera is it's so simple. Whether you shoot in complete automatic or you're more professional and you want to use some of the manual modes, it has something for everyone. So for family vacations, family trips, or for people who are using it professionally, it's a great all-around camera. So, I mean, if you look at this, and you know, I, I encourage people to check it out on uh, the Panasonic uh, site, uh, this looks like a, like a little digital SLR. Correct, but it's a lot smaller and a lot lighter. That's the big difference. That that is a huge difference. You know, I've used a lot of uh, DSLRs, and and they're fantastic. They take great pictures, uh, but there is a bit of a heft to them. Uh, when I picked this one up, it was actually quite quite light. So it it looks like a DSLR, but it's it's much smaller. Correct. So the term official term is mirrorless, and Panasonic and Olympus were the companies that pioneered the mirrorless technology. So we removed the mirror out of the DSLR camera, which allows it to be the body to be smaller, but also the lenses to be smaller, and that removes a lot of weight in um, the, the the total package that you're carrying around. And I guess that's kind of the cool thing. It it has removable lenses. You can put all sorts of different lenses on it. Exactly. So, so any Micro Four Thirds lens that Panasonic has, um, some other companies sell them as well, it will fit on this camera. So you're not limited to just one lens. So one of the features that I thought was pretty cool, you can actually take video uh, and, and pull like digital stills, like photos out of that. Correct. So this is the new 4K technology, and this is what's so fun about it. 
it's changing the world of photography, not just the world of video. So now a person who might miss some kind of uh, fast action movement, you now shoot in video and you extract your still in camera after the fact. So you never have to worry about missing those important moments anymore. That's amazing. Like, and, yeah, but you want to take great photos, just record a video <laughs> and you'll find that that perfect shot inside that video. And it's like a 4K quality as well. So that means you can zoom in and create bigger pictures, especially if you want to uh, put it up on the wall or something like that. Exactly. So the beauty of 4K being that extra resolution means you can zoom in to that footage and extract a, or crop out a smaller portion of it and still get that resolution. So gone are the days when people use digital zoom and it was really grainy yeah. and you couldn't uh, get a clear picture. So now you can do all this right in camera or if you're more advanced, you can do it in your computer as well. But I, I, I love that being able to take video and, you know, like my daughter, she plays uh, soccer. I could be video uh, videoing that and then I can just take the pictures out of that after yeah so you'll never miss her getting that winning goal again and you know like I said it has a lot of applications so any any unexpected moments or fast action you can now capture it all and, and you'll be assured of getting the picture that you want you've got kind of a what I call a time machine feature on this as well this is very, very interesting. We call it kind of like a going back into the past. So it's a new feature on the camera called 4K Pre-Burst. So for people who don't know when the exact action is going to happen, when you're in this mode, the camera is actually recording in the buffer already when you don't even press a button or anything. So the second you press the shutter, it keeps the one second of footage right before you press the shutter and the one second after you press the shutter so say someone was going in for that goal like your, your daughter's soccer game and you weren't quick enough on the shutter it actually got the previous 30 frames and saves them in camera it's like it's going back in time which is kind of cool exactly yeah it's like a little time machine I want to talk about um, kind of the business aspect of cameras now. Uh, everyone's got a smartphone. Uh, you know, I've got uh, an iPhone 6. The, the picture quality from the camera is fantastic on there. You know, why would someone want another camera instead of just using their smartphone? Correct. I mean, smartphone cameras are getting better and better, but they still suffer a lot in low light, and you don't get the same zoom range. You don't get all the options you would get with uh, a a point-and-shoot or an interchangeable lens camera. So the beauty of this new Lumix G7 is it is small and light enough that it can be portable, but you're going to get much better quality than you would with a smartphone. Bigger sensor size, more lenses available to you, uh, definitely more options, and you can then use Wi-Fi to transfer any of your footage into your phone so you still have it in your phone after the fact. That's a cool feature because I think we're all used to instant gratification now when we take our photos. Mm -hmm, yes. I mean, I'm taking photos because I want to put it on... Uh, Facebook or Instagram or, or what have you. So now you could take like really good photos with uh, that Lumix G7 and then just have it wirelessly go to your iPhone. Exactly. So instead of that grainy selfie, you can take a much better selfie and have that uploaded. Mike's all about the selfies. So exactly. you, you just had him. Exactly. You just had him. I'm getting pretty good at those. <laughs> but uh, the the, um, the the screen on the uh, G7 there. It actually kind of pops around. Yeah, we call it the full tilt. Yeah. So you can actually flip it around and then take a picture of yourself if your arms are long enough, of course. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, it is. The, one thing I was wondering about this camera, especially a lot of people, you know, they might just use the auto features of, of the camera. Does it still, does that, does that still exist? It does. And 
because it's such an advanced camera, even when you use it in auto, you're going to get great photos. So you don't have to worry about knowing all these professional features or, or how to use the camera. We've had some, some professional people test it in full auto just to see what it can do, and they're so pleased with the results. So you don't have to be intimidated by it. You don't have to be scared. It's easy to use and for everyone. So from, like I said, from amateurs, hobbyists, and professionals up. Trisha, where can people find out more information about it? Well, it's all on our Panasonic website, www.panasonic.ca. Thanks for coming in, Trisha. Thank you very much for having me. Trisha, talking all about uh, the new Lumix G7 camera. I had a chance to check that out. That thing is awesome. Well, it's so light, and that's, I think, for a lot of photographers, they want great shots, but they don't like carrying all the gear and then have all the lenses. So you can get something that can give great quality photos that's lightweight. Uh, it's really, really important, and I think that's why I really like about the G7. When we come back from the break, we'll uh, see the future of paying with your phone, all your credit cards and royalty cards all in one place. Is it safe? We'll find out. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Don't forget, we'll be going general open line later on in the program, taking your tech calls and questions. And we'll also hear App of the Week from Christina Stoyanova. The prize this week, Andy. This week, we're giving away uh, AVG Ultimate 2015. This is a comprehensive um, protection for all your devices, your laptop, your smartphone, and your tablet, all under the AVG umbrella. Plus, you're also going to get AVG Privacy Fix, which is something I know we both tried. It's like a, a, a dashboard for all your social media accounts, and you can check what your privacy settings are. It, that for, is actually cool because, you know, you go into Facebook, and you want to try fixing the settings in there, good luck. It, they make it so hard. Yeah, because they don't want you to change them. That's why I like about this AVG privacy fix. They actually bought this company. Someone had built this, and they thought it was a great idea. So they included it as part of the AVG Ultimate Package. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab that's on the left-hand side to enter and win AVG Ultimate 2015. Do you carry a wallet around, Andy? I do. It's really big, too. Is it? Yes. I don't even carry one anymore. Oh, my God. Like it's thick. Yeah, and that's, so, a, that's a man wallet. It is a man wallet. I uh, I actually hate carrying a wallet around mm -hmm. because you know what happens? It happens like your wallet there. Yeah. More and more loyalty cards and credit cards go in there. I just have a, a wallet case for my iPhone now. Mm -hmm. God help me if that gets <laughs> gets lost. But you know what? We're uh, we're looking at a whole bunch of technologies now that's changing the way uh, that we do pay. On the line, uh, we've uh, got a guest on from SureTap. He's uh, the president there, Jeff. Dor uh, Jeff Dorf. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Hey, thanks, guys. So uh, lots of uh, news happening with you guys. Can you tell our listeners what SureTap is all about? Yeah, sure. Um, so essentially, SureTap is a digital wallet, and with the with the purpose initially here around trying to see if we can get whatever is in that wallet you were talking about into the mobile phone. So initially, uh, we'll be supporting Visa, Mastercards from CIBC and and Rogers Bank, as well as uh, gift cards from from just around thirty retailers or so, uh, supporting around thirty devices. Um, so it's a, it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy week. Uh, we we just uh, expanded away from the Rogers network on to. Uh, Virgin, Kudu, uh, Bell, and Telus as well. I, I find that interesting. Uh, this, I, I believe, started with Rogers, but you've got the other carriers involved now. Yeah, sure. Uh, it started. Uh, it started a year ago. Lost about a, a year ago or so, uh, uh, in, in an attempt to try to say, well, what what does this mean, right? What is the user experience on a mobile phone? How complicated is it? You know, when you want to get a Visa card uh, that you have in plastic today, if you want to get that on your on your phone, you know, as you can imagine, it's it's not that straightforward. 
Um, so we did. Uh, we launched with Rogers a year ago, and then uh, over the last couple of months, we've been working hard to try to see if we couldn't get it onto the other networks. And and on Tuesday, we uh, we announced. So how does this? I, this is kind of exciting for me because I'm a CIBC customer. Uh, yeah. How how does this work now with my my iPhone six, for example? Ah, okay. So iPhone. <laughs> so iPhone is the is the one device that we do not support. Yes. Okay. So uh, I got to yeah. lose my iPhone. <laughs> you got to lose your iPhone. So okay. Hey, good luck. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, uh, you know, you you guys have probably heard about the uh, the Apple Pay in the U.S. and yeah. and other things that they're doing. We've had uh, a lot of conversations with Apple around trying to see what can we do to create uh, a, a, a holistic environment in Canada where consumers have choice. Yeah. Um, so far, uh, no luck, uh, but hopefully <laughs> we'll be able to continue the conversations with them. Uh, we, we, we have nothing else. We're very persistent. Yes. So we'll keep trying. <laughs> so uh, this works on Android phones? It works on Android. It works on BlackBerry. And, and uh, we're, we're hoping to get the, uh, the Windows uh, platform up and running uh, later on this year. Okay. So uh, I've got an Android phone because... Yeah, I, I lost my iPhone. Uh, <laughs> uh, how does how does it work? Uh, so what you have to do is you have to make sure you have one of the right SIM cards. Uh, you you know the chips on your credit cards. Uh, that's where they actually put the card data on. Yes. Um, you know the SIM card you have in your phone today looks very similar because it's manufactured by the same security companies, etc. That manufacture the the credit card you have in your wallet. You have to make sure you have the right SIM card from your carrier. Um, now um, every single one of the carriers have these SIM cards. Uh, they either call them SIM uh, NFC SIM cards. Uh, on Bell and Telus, uh, or on Rogers, they call it a short-tap SIM card. Uh, once you have the right SIM card, you put it into your phone, you wait a couple of minutes, let the back-end systems of the carriers and what have you kind of update and understand that you have it, and then you uh, download and activate the wallet, and then you go and pick your credit card, uh, and then uh, you, know, you uh, click to add it. And within five minutes or so, you have your card on your phone, and you're ready to go. So if I had uh, you know, my Samsung Android phone, um, my CIBC Visa, I can basically have that Visa inside my phone now. You can. That's correct. Uh, and then you can also, uh, if you have, a, if you're one of those people that have gift cards and you're not quite sure how much balance you have on it, and for example, you have one of those gift cards from Indigo or, or what have you in your wallet, you can actually add that to the to the to the short tab wallet as well. Uh, as well as you know, on uh, on special occasions, you can actually gift one of those cards to uh, to anybody uh, that you know. Jeff, what about the security? What what kind of security protections are you putting inside the SureTap app? Well, there's a, there's a lot to it. I, I, I mentioned kind of the, the SIM cards are manufactured by the same people that, uh, the same companies that manufacture your credit card today. Um, so, so on the, pardon me, I'm walking around in the rain in Toronto. You caught me on a great day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, th- those SIM cards are manufactured by the same people. They're quite smart. That means that they have what is called EMV level security, which stands for EuroPay, MasterCard, and Visa. Um, so that's our security standard. So the credit cards themselves are being put on that chip um, so that it's stored securely and in something that is compliant with the existing rules of payment networks. On top of that, obviously, uh, you probably have a passcode for your mobile device uh, itself, uh, as well as there's going to be a passcode uh, on the wallet. Um, so you can enter in this passcode to get into the wallet. That passcode is not stored in your, in your general memory of your phone. It is stored on that same chip where your credit cards are stored just to maintain the, the utmost security of it. Um, just in terms of fraud and risk, because that's one of the things we see a lot. Consumers are quite worried about what if somebody taps my phone, steals my card number, whatever. You, you hear a whole bunch of different things online around what to be worried about and so forth. Um, the, the cool thing about uh, mobile phones is they're actually more secure than the contactless card you have in your wallet today because no data is being transmitted from the device unless you actually click pay. 
So that means that you choose the active mode of the device. So if you have not clicked pay, there is no way anybody can get access to that data. So it's, it's safer than carrying these credit cards in my wallet. That's correct. If it's a contactless card, sure, absolutely. And uh, will, will this work at any retailer? It will work at most retails in Canada. We, we, we don't have the same issue as in the U.S. where they don't necessarily have contactless terminals. Uh, contactless payments is one of the fastest rising kind of form factors or methods of paying at the moment. Um, so most of the large uh, national retailers are supporting uh, uh, contactless payments today. That's correct. Jeff, where can people find out more information about this? You can go to shortapp.com, uh, so shortapp.com, um, and you can also go on to the app stores, what have you, and start downloading it. Uh, but shortapp.com is a good place to start. And uh, obviously available on all the major carriers and uh, Android and BlackBerry phones. That's correct. And stay tuned. We have a lot more coming uh, over the next couple of months, so we'll be happy to uh, check in with you guys again later on. No, that'd be fantastic. Thanks so much uh, for uh, giving us the lowdown on it. Uh, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on, and uh, have a great day. Yeah, that's uh, Jeff Dorf. He's the president of uh, SureTap Wallet. Uh, kind of exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more and more of these payment technologies uh, getting incorporated in smartphones. Well, I think they were able to get this partnership going because of Apple Pay's impending entry into the Canadian market. Most people are speculating around November, just in time for the holiday season. So this is why uh, SureTap is really trying to gain a foothold before that all happens. We're going to open up the phone lines now, taking your tech calls and questions. We'll be your on-air tech support. If you want buying advice, we can help you out with that as well. 604-280-9898 or 1-877-399-9898 if you're phoning anywhere in North America. And we're also on Twitter and Periscope right now, so you can ask questions there at Get Connected Now. Watch us live stream on Periscope. We'll be back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy here. A little later, we'll be getting the app of the week with Christina. We're going to open up the phone lines right now, so we want to take your tech calls and questions. The number is here, 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning long distance, 1-877-399-9898 from anywhere in North America. We also uh, are periscoping the show, and this is kind of a cool... Uh, app if you haven't tried it yet it works in conjunction with twitter you can download it for your iphone or your android phone and it lets you uh, broadcast live video from wherever you are as long as you've uh, got data so uh, either through wi-fi or through your data plan and uh, we do this uh, on our radio show here so you can see what we look like as we're broadcasting Mm -hmm. the uh the show so it's kind of kind of cool Plus, you can see the kind of weird things we talk about during the breaks as well. So you kind of get that behind-the-scenes uh, uh, radio kind of experience. Exactly. Uh, to find us uh, up there, we're uh, using our Twitter handle, at GetConnectedNow. So you can uh, search for that uh, and uh, view it through the actual Periscope app or uh, online as well uh, through your computer. If you do a search on Twitter for that, there's uh, a link that will bring up the video feed uh, for it uh, as well. So, yeah, we've been uh, experimenting with it uh, for the past uh, month or so. It's uh, still new. It's still a little raw, I guess, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Not a lot of controls for it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we're still kind of working the kinks out of there. The one thing uh, I find difficult is, uh, because people can comment as you're going along, uh, being able to actually do that at the same time as you're broadcasting. Yes, I have a lot of different ideas of what Periscope needs to do. Like, it'd be great if you could have another, like, say, say you're Periscoping off your phone, yeah. but you can have another phone take the questions. That or, would be kind of cool. Tablet. Or tablet. To be able to have, like, a, a little feed, basically, to see what's going on. Because it's hard to interact 
while you're periscoping at the same time. But like you said, it's very raw. It's, it's just it's brand new. So we'll see that develop over time. Do you see uh, Taylor Swift uh, taking a bite out of Apple there? Yeah, last week that was uh, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, really powerful these days. Uh, yeah, you know. it's kind of funny. So Apple uh, is launching their Apple Music streaming service to compete against you know the Spotify's and RDOs of the world, and um, to get people to sign up for it, uh, they're going to give you three months free, mm-hmm. and after that, it's ten bucks a month. And so uh, Taylor Swift wrote this uh, letter. Uh, to the Apple folks saying, hey, you're not being fair to artists because during that three months, artists and writers aren't getting paid Mm -hmm. for the songs. Yeah. And Apple overturned that pretty quickly and said, okay, we are going to pay artists for that three-month free trial period. Yeah. It's interesting. What did you think of that? Uh, I think she's... uh, She's very powerful. Like when she, when she took her album off of Spotify because she didn't like the the terms. Yeah, and so that caused a lot of publicity. And then now with Apple, same kind of thing. Everyone's streaming. The, nobody really kind of carries music on their phone anymore. They just have to go to one of these apps, and you can search almost any song. And so they just want to figure out the artist side is how do they get compensated for that, and. I don't know if you heard this. I just read this article the other day of a guy on Spotify. He's called there. He's what they call a, a song spammer, and he makes thousands of ridiculous songs. But he titles them so that people will accidentally stumble upon it. And he's making a lot of money now because people are accidentally streaming these songs. Like he'll make songs about people's names, so everyone uh. sees like, oh, Mike, and then you play the song, and it's just a dumb little song but that's one stream and he starts to make money off this so he has 17,000 songs on Spotify right now how do you get that many songs he just writes little weird songs and just publishes it as an album because the way the iTunes works you can have 100 songs on an album so he'll make an album with 100 of these short little songs and he makes a lot of money from but he's really spamming but on a streaming site which is so Kind of interesting and annoying at the same time. It is, because, you know, I use uh, RDO myself. Uh, I'm looking forward to Apple Music Mm -hmm. just because of the family plans on there. Um, But finding some songs sometimes, um, you know, popular artists or, you know, I like a lot of the 70s music. You know, I'll I'll look up a song and I'll play it, but then I'll realize that's not the original artist. Yes. And so it's some other, you know, crazy cover band doing, doing it. So. I find a lot of that in there. Well, there's a lot of noise, right? Because yeah. you want to get a certain song from a certain artist, but everyone else does these renditions, and you accidentally stumble upon it. But that's a stream, and the artist will get paid for that. We've opened up the phone lines, taking any of your tech calls and questions, 604-280-9898. Anywhere in North America, one eight seven seven three nine 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 eight nine eight. We're going to go to Rob. Uh, Rob, you're on the on the air. Okay, uh Actually, I called a couple about, I guess, about three weeks ago asking about something called S-Secure. Yeah. And I hadn't heard any more. What was the question again? It was about where I could find that that one about, it's called S-Secure. It's the one that you guys were talking about where you can do the scanning online and that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's an online virus scanner. Uh, basically, what it does is instead of having to install uh, virus software on your computer, you can use this website, which will scan your computer and then try to detect if there's viruses. I'll, uh, during the commercial break, I'll find the exact uh, URL for that. I, had, I used it a couple of years ago, so I'm just going to check. And Does see. AVG still do that? Uh, AVG, well, they have mostly software that you would install. Yeah. 
on your on your computer, and then it will check it. But some people don't like to put that on, but they still want to 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 check to see if their computer is clean. Okay. So F Secure is a, a a good solution like that. But I'll find that URL uh, during the break and uh, mention it to you. Yeah, Rob, uh, hang on the line there. We'll uh, get your uh, email address as well, just so we can email that uh, to you. 604-280-9898 the phone line, taking your calls and questions. We've got uh, Tim on the line. Hey, Tim. Hi. Yeah, you were just talking about streaming. I just wondered, like, isn't that going to chew up all my data, and doesn't it get real expensive? That's a fantastic question. We've talked a little bit about it uh, with the Periscope here. So uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but from what uh, I've, I've seen online, uh, for an hour's worth of video, it's coming in between 250 to 350 megabytes mm-hmm. of data. So uh, we always make sure here that uh, we're on the Wi-Fi network, uh, so we're not using up yeah, my, so, my data plan but, on my phone. Yeah, so then you either have to be like at a Starbucks or something to listen to music, eh? <laughs> well, yeah. I This happened to me the other day, Mike. I was streaming off my phone yeah. to a Bluetooth speaker in my backyard. Yes. But what happened was I was far away from my from my Wi-Fi network that I started to use my data plan, uh, and I didn't know. I yeah. thought it was on my Wi-Fi. I had that music streaming for six hours, and then I got a bill, and I was like, uh-oh. I saw all this data happen you know, in one day on a weekend. Um, so, yeah, I learned my lesson. Now I stream off my tablet to make sure that if it does cut off, it's not going to go to my data plan. And that is one of the issues with streaming music is that it yeah, will... Yeah, as, as we're using that more and more now. Yeah, so most people will use it on, on a Wi-Fi network unless you have a big data plan that you can do that, say, at the beach, listen to something like RDO from Yeah, we'll have to look up how much um, audio is because uh, I was talking about video through Periscope. Yes. Uh, so that's a little bit different. There's more data happening there. Mm-hmm. Audio doesn't take up as much bandwidth, so it's not as as bad. But to your point, like if you're streaming all the time, all day, yeah. all your music, that could add up. And if you have a paid subscription to something like Spotify, you can download that music onto your device and listen to it offline. So that's a, another way that you can save money on the streaming. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, more of your tech calls and questions. Rick, hang on the line. We'll get to you right after. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Soon we'll be going to App of the Week with Christina after that next break, so stay tuned for that. Uh, A few things uh, we figured out on the break here for you, uh, the website address for F-Secure. Yeah, you can just go uh, f-secure.com. Or you can just Google F-Secure Online Scanner, and that will bring up the link. And that's basically an online scanner, so you don't have to put the software on your computer, but it will still check to see if there's any viruses on your, uh, on your computer. We also checked into how much uh, audio takes up streaming in an hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, for this Periscope video, and again, you can see us uh, live streaming right now at Get, Ke- at Get Connected Now uh, on the Periscope app, or you can look that up online. Uh, so for the video, we were looking at about 250 to 350 megabytes per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, for audio, uh, it looks like, uh, you know, if you're streaming music and what have you, about 115 megabytes per hour, just depending on the quality of the audio. Mm-hmm. So be careful with your data. Yes, be careful when you're, if you're streaming right now on the beach, uh, you, you definitely want to uh, keep track of how long you've been streaming for it because it will eat up your data. We're taking a few uh, calls here. We're open line on Get Connected. Tech calls, 604-280-9898. Long distance, it's 1-877-399-9898. Going to jump here to uh, Rick. Hey, Rick. Oh, good morning, guys. Good morning. 
I have a kid who's uh, university college bound, and for his uh, high school grad gift, we gave him a $500 voucher toward a laptop. And uh, we were just going to postpone that purchase till the last minute, giving tech change. But I wonder if you guys could make a recommendation on a good uh, laptop uh, in that price range. And uh, for an arts program, what would you think of just a Chromebook? Uh, an arts, and what kind of uh, classes there? Like, uh... well, I would say he's going to arts, so I suppose he wouldn't need to install CAD CAM as per engineering or something like that. So I suppose in arts, you're writing papers and doing that sort of thing yeah. and researching. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if a uh, you know a big uh, uh, a big hard drive is necessary. No, that's uh, a great question. So. Um... Rick was asking about Chromebooks. Uh, those are becoming very popular. The price on those are uh, great, great value on them because they're typically, you know, a few hundred dollars, just mm-hmm. depending on the, the screen size. Typically, they don't really come with hard drives. They mm-hmm. come with a bit of storage, but you're, you're working in the cloud. And for a lot of universities, that's fine, right? Because, you know, the campuses are all, uh, you know, Wi-Fi enabled. The best way to, to kind of see what a Chromebook is, it looks like a laptop. Except imagine a laptop where you just have the browser. So you can go online, you can do research, but you don't have any software on it. And that's why there is no like real hard drive because everything will be stored in the cloud. You, you do have a bit of storage yes. on, on the laptop, so you can save it locally in case you're out of Wi-Fi range. But yeah, I mean, you're living in the cloud at that point. And to your point, there's um, a lot of schools now are using Chromebooks because it's such an affordable way to get kids online. Uh, for university, in terms of laptops, I one thing you might want to check out, it's going to be a little more costly, is the Surface Pro 3. It is a fantastic kind of tablet-laptop hybrid, and it's great for education. And the fact that you can also get the Microsoft Office Suite will come with it. And Windows 10 is going to be released on July 29th. So if you put all those factors together, it's a, actually a great uh, PC for, for students. Yeah, so the Chromebook, uh, yeah, it just, you know, just depends how comfortable uh, your, uh, your student there is living in the cloud. I think most of them are. Um, you know, is it going to be great for gaming or anything like that? No. You know, no. if you're just doing uh, email and research and, you know, typing up reports, uh, then yeah, that would be a fantastic choice. You can get some pretty good bang for your buck. Uh, if they're going to be doing anything more, if they're going to be doing anything with, uh, video or photos, like editing photos, you might want to get a traditional laptop. Uh, Andy's suggestion there, the, uh, Surface Pro 3, uh, from Microsoft, fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's it's so portable as well. So, yeah. you know, you got to keep that in mind because they're going to be carrying this thing all around campus. So, you know, the lighter it can be, the better as well. And the Surface Pro 3, it's like a, a full-fledged laptop as well as far as the power and what have you. Yes, and you get that kind of like the two-in-one. They, they're calling these uh, hybrids where it's both a laptop and then you can get the, the case actually has the keyboard built into it. Yeah. So it makes it portable. And this new one is actually lighter than the previous version. So it's really starting to look good. If I was going to university right now, I would get a Surface Pro 3. Have a look at some of the other brands, though, too. Uh, HP's got some really cool things uh, as far as laptops coming out. Great value. Uh, same with Acer. Uh, you know, they've got some nice units there, uh, kind of the convertibles as well. Asus with their ZenBook. It's one of the best-looking laptops uh, on the market today, and it's super thin and light. And, of course, Samsung. They have the Series 9 laptops, which are beautiful. They're very, very thin and powerful. Yeah, you know, my suggestion, go down to one of the London Drugs computer departments uh, and actually just... 
try them out. You know, mm-hmm. feel the keyboards, pick them up, and see how heavy they are. You know, just to make sure that uh, they're comfortable, and uh, you know, check the screens out as well. Mm-hmm. When we come back from the break, it's App of the Week time with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. It's that time of the week. App of the Week with Christina, who's in studio with us. What do you got this week? This week, I have an app for Android, and it's called Opera Max. Opera Max. Yes. And this, you can listen to opera? Well, no. no. Well, I guess you could if you really wanted to, but that's not the purpose. <laughs> so what does it do? <laughs> so it helps you actually save data. So this is all coming together because I think we touched on that topic on that last caller there. Uh, but most of us have these data plans, and as we're watching more video and looking at more of that type of content, our data plans are being used up and we're paying overages. So this app will actually work in the background to compress the things that you're looking at online and that are transmitting data. Um, So you're getting video in a slightly lower quality, but on a small screen, it's probably not going to be noticeable. So it actually claims to be able to save you up to 50% on your data plan. I could definitely use this. That sounds like a plan for you. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, does, what, what about music? Would it compress the audio that's coming in if you're streaming? Uh, yeah, it says that it compresses media. So I imagine it's compressing all types. Opera Max. And how is it, is it doing it through a browser or how is this working? Yeah. So uh, apparently what it does is it sort of creates a VPN. And as that data that you're requesting hits their server, their server is compressing it before it passes it onto your device. Is there? I wonder if there's a lag. Mm-hmm. I'll have to test yeah. that out. Yeah. I, and I mean, the great thing about it is that for privacy reasons, they don't compress any data that you're requesting from encrypted sites. So if you're doing like mobile banking or whatever, that's not going through their server. But something like YouTube videos. Exactly. Well, that's interesting. And up to 50%, you say? Yeah. Well, that's their claim. And, so, uh, Andy, you're you're going to have to test it out. Yes. I'm, you've, you've got my attention. And how, is it free? or? It's free from Google Play. That's awesome. But you got to test that out and see if... I wonder how you would even measure that. Do, do they give you measurement tools? Yeah. And it also lets you actually specify so you can compress data that you're using um, on your data plan but select not to do it for Wi-Fi. So then when you're on a Wi-Fi network, you can... Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. But it gives you all that information. So you're going to try it out, Annie? I am, because what I was mentioning during the break is um, I avoid streaming video on my phone, like YouTube videos and stuff, but uh, because I'm always worried about going over data. So something like that, I don't really care about the quality. I just want to watch something, you know, if I'm in a a lineup and want to watch a cat video. (laughs) You can... uh, Do you you watch a lot of cat videos? Uh, no, I know you do though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the nice thing about this is if you're watching it on your smartphone, if it's compressing video, you're probably not going to notice because your screen's so small anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I I watch a lot of how to's, uh, on my, on my phone. So that's why I would like something like this, because if I'm going to do a little project at home, usually I do some research on my phone before I start it. And, uh, something like this would definitely appeal. So I'll, I'll try this out guys. And next week I'll let you know how much data I saved. Andy, the contest one more time. We're giving away AVG Ultimate 2015. This is a a comprehensive package of virus protection uh, and basically tune-up software for your devices. And that's your laptop, 
your tablets, and your smartphone. Plus, it's got AVG Privacy Fix, which helps manage all your social media accounts and the privacy settings all within this one dashboard. It's excellent. You got to check it out. Go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win AVG Ultimate 2015. It's a pretty cool package. It is cool. Love it. want to thank uh, Christina for uh, App of the Week and, again, Opera Max. And it's uh, free on the Google Play Store for Android phones. Got to also thank all the folks that helped put our show together here. Uh, we've got Andy, my co-host and producer, Christina, uh, App of the Week, Kenji on the controls, who always makes sure that uh, we're actually broadcasting properly. Yeah. And he's doing a great job. And we've got uh, Ava on uh, the Periscope, uh, Periscoping uh, today. And that's at Get, at Get Connected Now. Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again.